The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save. And save and win. Extra 106.3 would like to welcome you home. This is the All Four Seasons Home Show with Jim Niarcos and Dan Watkins, only on Extra 106.3 FM. Welcome to the All Four Seasons Home Show with your sponsor, Dan Watkins. I'm Jim Niarcos. Good morning, Dan. How you doing today? I'm doing great, Jim. How are you today? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. You know, we look far and wide to, to, to get a great show that... That, that's current, something that's plugged in, you know, something that's not going to be too shocking. But and I think we've got it today, Dan. I think we have, Jim. You know, no we have. Uh, you, you know, what's always a mystery to people is electricity, right? And it's it's not something you want to do yourself at your home. You don't want to mess with electricity unless you know what you're doing. There's no question. Even the the handyman, right? They want to do everything right. around the house. It's right, right. Not something a lot of them like to deal with is electricity. Yeah. I know that's one thing I do not do at my own home. Well, if you want to put a little spark in your life, go ahead and try to do it yourself. Uh, electrical project. Yeah, spark. Fire, who knows? Okay. And every week, thanks to, to Dan, who's our sponsor, uh, uh, we bring in a different subject matter expert, the best companies in Metro Atlanta. And we have one of the best, highly respected. You probably heard about him, read about him, Lightning Bug Electric. We have the president of Lightning Bug Electric and founder, Mr. Tony Blanco, and his general manager, Mr. Jason Radford. Gentlemen, welcome to the All Four Seasons Home Show. Thank you. Thank you for having us. Thanks for having us. You know, if we could just kind of start off, Tony, uh, you know, how'd you get in this business and, and a little bio on, on, on yourself and, and uh, how Lightning Bug came to be? Uh, I got the uh, electrical training. Uh, you know, I was in the military for five years, active in the five active reserve. Um, so the training, you know, the electrical bug, you know, my grandfather was an electrician. Uh, so when I joined the military, I said, okay, well, let me try out the electrical. Um, so I got the training, got out, worked for some companies and, um, just tried, said, I'm going to do it on my own. Well, thank you for your service. First of all, I mean, that, that's great. Was it a good experience? Wasn't it? I it guess was. you learned your trade there for the most part. Yeah. A lot of technical knowledge. Yeah. Jason, how about you? How'd you get into this field? Uh, my uncle kind of forced me into the field. He was an HVAC guy and uh, kind of pushed me in the direction of electrical. The ultimate dream was to, you know, own a couple of businesses with him. But, uh, you know, he uh, passed away a few years ago. So here I am with uh, Tony and Lightning Bug. Great. Well, guys, one thing I, w- I just want to talk about with, you know, when you're dealing with electricity, obviously there's a lot of things to consider, but um, – how do you guys diagnose what's wrong, right? I mean, this is stuff that is not right out in the open, and you've got to figure this out. What's wrong? Why something is working or, you know, working working the wrong way or not working or sometimes working? How do you guys diagnose those type of problems? Usually what we'll do is uh, we'll talk with the homeowner, and they'll tell us what they were doing at the time, and uh, they'll walk us around, and usually we'll get a pretty good idea at that point. But we have testers and uh, digital meters that'll tell us that you know what's going on say if a neutral fell off or something along those lines um, and then we'll just start taking it out and usually a good slogan that we have is you know finding it's the hard part fixing it's the easy part I could see that for sure with the with electricity I could I could definitely see that and how how often are you guys working inside versus outside with 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 your electricity 
usually it's about 70% inside. If we're outside, usually it's floodlights, but if we're outside a lot, it's, it's bad. Right. So, you know, meters or a meter base falling off or a tree falling on a, a, a power line. Now, we've talked about, you know, you don't want, this is something you don't want to be doing it doing yourself. I mean, you might fool around with plumbing and you're going to have a flood. You might fool around with some carpentry in your roof and you might fall off the roof, okay? But with electrical, if you make a mistake, you may not, you may not come back, okay? So this is something that you, you definitely want to get an electrician. So my question is, what are the qualifications, certifications, or whatever for somebody to be an electrician, a real electrician, someone that you would hire, Tony? Uh, qualifications, uh, on-the-job training. Mm -hmm. uh, we like to see trade school, some that they've got the technical knowledge. So they have to actually go through. The, it's something you have to learn on the job. You, you know, school is just part of it, right? So you have like an apprentice program or whatever they go through, and how many years does it take to become an electrician? I guess it depends on the aptitude of the individual. It does. It depends on what we call the go-getter attitude with it, usually one to three years. For the basic stuff and as the experience grows uh the the harder the electrical problems that they face uh out there in the field you know we deal with a lot of home improvement companies dan and, and of course you have the same situation with all four seasons garage and entry doors that people are not going into the trades and it's hard to find help right this is the biggest problem here right now there's there's no doubt i mean a lot of people and this is real some people are acting right now like this is not real but this is this could not be more real that the fact that people are getting paid to stay at home is a real problem you know with when you could sit at home and make forty thousand dollars a year i mean it you know it it really takes uh a a person that's a real go-getter right to get back out there and go to work and and especially the people that are just starting right your 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 newer people of course they're not going to make you know a hundred thousand dollars right away you know when they start so this is the bread and butter right now and, and i know we're having a tremendously hard time finding people um that actually will work there's there's um there's job openings everywhere but somehow we're paying people to stay at home and, and i don't know if you guys are finding that's the same problem right now Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. We'll have people uh, schedule an interview with us. Don't even show up. Don't even call to let us know why they don't show up. It's so, about, what, 50-50? It, it's That's almost it more than that. Really? It really is. And, you know, this is a trade that you don't have to go in debt with college with. You can make real good money real fast in any of the trades, HVAC, plumbing, or electrical. There, there's no doubt about it. I'm, I've talked to Jim a bunch about this for years, really, and it, it's almost coming to a head. It feels like you've got you know all the people out there, you know, going to college, get a bachelor of science, hundred fifty thousand in debt when they come out, and they're lucky if they're making thirty thousand dollars a year when they come out. They're a dime a dozen, mm -hmm. but you can go into the trades, take half that time to get out and be making really good money moving forward and you you will always have a job i mean you could go from one place to the next and get hired in a heartbeat hmm. with that experience so um i think we need it's time to get some you know maybe some technical more technical universities get some get some companies that are are there to you know maybe provide some of these scholarships whatever maybe maybe put some contracts together where they you know they give them two or three or four or five years mm -hmm. um service after they're done pay them a good wage um but but we need we need help and and if you can't find that help jim too all it does is just like the inflation that's going on in other ways too you're just going to have to charge more money because you got to pay the guys you have because you can't let them go and i think it has a lot to do with society and culture and and the parents themselves you know go to college you go to college well college isn't for everybody 
you know, uh, the trades are very respectable. Like Jason touched on, you go in there and you can learn and make very good money and have, a, you know, have a living all your life. And uh, we need to encourage uh, the kids that, you know, uh, not everybody can be a professional athlete or a rap star or a movie star <laughs> or something like that. You know, there's things that you can go in there very respectable. And somebody who is a, 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 a master electrician is a highly respected professional person in the trades. And it, it's, it's, it's a great, great career if you happen to have the aptitude for it. And, and, and sitting behind a desk, I got to tell you, yeah. you know this for me. I've, I'm used to being out on the road. I was on the road for 15 years with my business. I mean, my, my office was really my truck. And, uh, boy, coming in off the road and sitting behind that desk now and just dealing with these problems, I would, I'd rather go fix a garage door any day of the week than sit behind a desk. And I think people don't really understand that, too. That, that, yeah. That's quality of life when you're out there. And the nice thing about the trades is, you know, you're always on a different job for the most in service. So it's, you're always seeing something different, and you're going to learn a lot more in service because you're not just always just doing one task all day, like on a commercial job or something, or residential, new construction. So, you know, we love the service business because it's just a lot more knowledge. A lot, You know, you need to know a lot more. And if you don't, you're going to learn a lot more in the service field. And you, you, meet, you meet some really cool people, too, when you, you, when you go see five or six, seven people a day. I mean, you, you, you really know America, too, right, when you, when, you, when you get done. You get to see it all. Yep. Absolutely. You know, my son-in-law, um, who lives in Washington, D.C., and they, they just moved here, uh, he's an electrician. And and it's funny, you know, just hitchhiking on what you said, Tony. He said the one thing he likes about being an electrician, that he, that when he became an electrician, he said every job is every, – every day it's something different. It's, it keeps his interest. He finds it interesting. He's doing something different. He's learning something different. He's challenged. Yeah, you never know, get bored. Like you said, Tony. Yeah, you never get bored. Yeah, I mean, every day is a new day, and we're excited to, you know, take care of customers and do the work. Right. So, you know, it's uh, – it's, uh, but, you know, getting back to the, you know, the, the listeners out there, they want to know uh, what do they need to look for when they're, when they're choosing an electrician to come into their home and do some work? I mean, does an electrician have to be licensed, insured, bonded? I mean, some of the, what, what, what do they need to, to decide uh, to – to find somebody who's not just sticking a magnetic sign on the side of a truck, Dan, and coming in the driveway and saying, I'm an electrician. Because they may not be. Yeah, and, and they might burn your house down. <laughs> <laughs> or not get the job done, right? Yeah, they need to make sure that the electrician's licensed, first and foremost, through the state. And they can look up any electrician on uh, the state website and pull up any name. That's an electrician. And it'll tell you the license number, the whole nine yards. You know, that, that tells you that the person that you have in your home is qualified. Right. to do it you know i had to take an eight-hour exam right up the road here tony had to take an eight-hour exam to be licensed so that that's the biggest thing is to make sure they're licensed is there some type of test or uh renewal like every so many years or something tony where Continue they education every year yeah four hours yeah four hours every year eight hours every two we renew every two years do you guys, when you hire uh, a lot of your guys, are they already certified, or are you guys kind of taking them Some. under your wing and 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 getting them that certification? A lot of both. There is a lot of both because you know a lot of electricians uh, are afraid of that test, and so we'll walk them through everything, teach them the National Electrical Code. Uh, we have code training once a week, every week. So it's one of those is that we want to make sure that we're on the top of our game twenty four seven. Yeah, I, I imagine it's it's not easy, just the just like everybody else right now, 
Um, and I'm assuming you guys were pretty busy here in the last year. Yes. Record yeah. record numbers. Yeah. I mean, it's it's crazy, but it didn't hurt the traits, I guess, the no, COVID rate. Absolutely. Traits. Absolutely not. Well, you know, believe it or not, we're already up on a break. We are here with Lightning Bug Electric, Tony Blanco and Jason Radford. Is, are here our subject matter experts for the week, and you're listening to the All Four Seasons Home Show right on Extra 106.3, Atlanta's only conservative news talk station. We'll be right back. The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save, and save and win. Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com. This is the All Four Seasons Home Show on Extra 106.3. Welcome back to the All Four Seasons Home Show with your sponsor, Dan Watkins. I'm Jim Nearkos, and just want to take a moment to let everyone know that uh, you can access our podcast on Google, Apple, Spotify. You can also download the Extra 106.3 app on your phone to listen to the station live at any time. And for some of the shows that you might have uh, heard about but missed, you can go to the Extra 106.3 website and see all our past shows here on All Four Seasons uh, Home Show. Uh, Dan Watkins is our sponsor. He owns the All Four Seasons Garage Entry Doors. Dan, thank you for sponsoring the show. Every week, we bring a different subject matter expert, giving you free tips and uh, advice on how to make good buying decisions and not to get ripped off. Right, Dan? That's right, Jim. We're trying to help everybody out there, whatever field they're looking at, whatever products they're looking at, to make a good purchasing decision, not get ripped off. Maybe feel a little more confident when they're calling a company that they got the right company to do the right thing in their home. And in the spirit of that, we're going to keep you wired in today with Lightning Bug Electric. Mr. Tony Blanca and Jason Radford are here with us, taking the time to be with us. Gentlemen, thank you again for joining us. I know you guys are busy. Things are, things are going great, right? I mean, everybody in the trades is busy, right, Tony? Yes, sir. Yeah, we're busy and taking care of everybody. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, Dan, uh, you're, you're busy too, but... What have you got to say about that? Well, we, we, we're just hoping we got enough gas to put in our trucks, Jim. Exactly. And, and, exactly. Uh, and hopefully we can afford the gas that we're putting in That's our right. trucks. That's right. And when you have a fleet of trucks yeah. like t- Tony has and like you have, you know, you look at that additional fuel cost every week, every month. Tony, that wolf starts scratching at the door, right? Yeah. And even this week we had to say, okay, well, what calls can we not take care of this week? Because, you know, we can't get gas. So we had to reschedule calls and only, you know, prioritize the emergency type calls so we can make sure we got them taken care of and not you know waste a lot of time driving around not being able to find gas so it affects everybody yeah it really is i I don't think people understand (laughs) you know it's one thing right if you go to your job or or you're you you don't drive around that much whatever and 
that when you've got a fleet of trucks out and you don't know who's <laughs> going to run out of gas, when the next time they might be able to get gas, if they're going to be able to get gas, how long is the line going to be? And you got to call the customers. I mean, I don't think uh, the, the average person out there can appreciate how much stress that can cause to companies like us. It's really unbelievable. But you know, the great companies like Lightning Bug Electric and all Four Seasons Garage and Entry Doors, you guys find a way to keep the customer satisfied no matter what. You have to be innovative as an entrepreneur, right, Tony? Yeah, we need some uh, fleet of uh, electric uh, vans. <laughs> I know. I nice. guess we're going to need electric here, right, Jim? Are yeah. they going to stop producing gasoline vehicles? I don't know. What do, you, what do you guys think about that, about electric cars? Is that, is a, is that really feasible or, or not? Are we not there yet? You guys can work on them, right? Yeah, we run the electrical outlets. <laughs> we do a lot of business. the charging stations yeah. uh, for uh, some of the electric cars that are out there. If it's feasible, I can't wait to see it, you know, because it's only going to make my business a lot better. Right. You know, I'm going to be putting in more car stations and electric cars and, you know, electricians are just going to, you know, right now we're dinosaurs because nobody wants to get in the field. Right. I was half joking, but I mean, is that something you guys could literally work on? Is the, is a, is an electrical vehicle? Oh, not I mean, we don't work on the electrical vehicle. <laughs> the the the, the power, charging yeah. stations. I understand. I was just curious though. I mean, just thinking about that, you know, who would work on these? You know, is is it an electrician or is it a mechanic? You know, yeah, a computer probably. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, the housing boom. People are moving here from all the country to Metro Atlanta. You know, they're they're going crazy buying the houses and stuff. Now, when somebody moves into a new home, or it can be a used home, okay, and they go in there, what are what do they need to look for to make sure that their home electrically is safe? Maybe there's some little signals, some little red flags that you know they say, wait a minute, we might need to get a little home inspection here. You guys, either one of you want to touch on that? What any kind of advice you can give our listeners? Sure, uh, lights flickering is a big one. In a home, uh, one of the bigger things that we look at is during the summertime, the air conditioners, when they cut on and the lights dim, you need to look at that because there could be an underlying issue in the service panel uh, right off the bat. And a lot of times people just don't see that. They think it's common. And when I would talk to customers, I would say, if you cut on your lights on your car and you crank your car, your lights dim and then come back up. That's the same way in a house, but it works totally different that way. You've got something going on if your house does that. Mm-hmm. And and that's one of the bigger things that uh, electricians really look for is during the hot summer months, we see a lot of crisp disconnects, uh, AC disconnects and things like that because of that. What about uh, breaker boxes? This is a personal question I have. I've got the, <laughs> the one room, that breaker goes on it. It's like my son's bedroom, and it, and it happens once every three weeks. Why is, a, is it happening yeah. in that room? consistently is it and a nowhere standard else. breaker or do you know does it have a little test reset button on it i think it's just break. i just flip the breaker and flip it back uh, you know you can kind of feel it mm. right for a bedroom? It have that tension this is for a bedroom only it's just that bedroom that the one that's going on in his bedroom yeah yeah uh, it could be going bad or a connection somewhere causing a trip nobody's using any space heaters but if it was a test reset button there's been a lot of recall you know a warranty issues on a lot of the arc fault ground fault breakers with the test resets on them they're just uh, little mini computers, so they're just going bad. Um, they're not really – how long do you think they're lasting, Jason? Uh, we've had a lot of warranty recalls on them, and a lot of times they'll blink and tell you what's wrong with them. There's been a lot because they create a lot of heat in the panel. We don't like heat. We want nice, cool, right. everything along those lines. So we've probably in the past year well over 100 of the dual-function breakers that are art fault, ground fault. 
And the dual function, that's the, you know, where it protects the arcs or ground fault protection for somebody getting shocked or a fire hazard in the home. A lot of times people don't know is when they, before they go to, re, or when they go to reset the breaker, it's got a little light and you can count how many times it flashes. And if it flashes, I think five or six times, six times, yeah. six times, the breaker's defective. If it flashes, it's got different codes on it. And that would save it, you know, customers can pretty much self-diagnose the breaker over as an overload. It flashes a certain amount of times if it was overloaded on the circuit or if it was a ground fault or whatever. And that just also helps the electrician troubleshoot the circuit. You know, we still got to get into the circuit to figure out what's going on, but we can quickly determine if it's a defective breaker or if it's something internal with the wiring. When did this sort of technology kind of take place? I mean, how new is that? The ground faults have been since the 70s. So any Where place, it'll flash and tell you what's wrong? No, that's, that's just the devices that'll trip if there's any kind of ground fault, like near water. Yeah. How so long have those been around? They've been around flashing. since the 70s, and the arc faults really started making their way in the late 90s. You know, when I talk to a customer, I tell them, do you ever remember the old horror movies where they throw a blow dryer in the tub? <laughs> well, those ground faults will stop that. You won't have the person you know, uh, all in the tub. Doggone it. Uh, uh, yeah, well, <laughs> sorry. Doggone it. I was going to do that B. this weekend. Sorry. And then, uh, <laughs> you know, I tell them about the arc fault. I said, have you ever unplugged a vacuum and it had the arc because the vacuum was on? Well, it helps it on the inside wiring. So if there's an inside arc, it senses that and immediately cuts off the electricity. So that's what happens with these dual function breakers or fault breakers in the 90s and even ground fault breakers. But the ones with the light, that's probably been out five years? Five years. Yeah, yeah. they're getting smarter and smarter as, yeah. as the years progress. And yeah, more my, problems. <laughs> mine is, uh, well, it was all done, but the house is 2003, I think, and I've been there for about nine years, so I'm sure I don't have that. But it, it's, it's, it, I'm just curious because we didn't have this problem, right? And then... You just start having it. It just shuts off and you turn it back on and yeah. it's fine for yeah. Yeah. a few months. A couple weeks, a couple right? Weeks. Two, three weeks. And it seems like here it comes again, you know, but it's it's never. I'd walk around, check all your outlets, see if you see any burn, you know, discoloration in the device. Okay. It could be something going on behind the device you can't see. It could be a loose connection heating up, causing more current flow through the device, back to the breaker. Do we temp. have too much plugged or, in in the room or something maybe running at one time? Is uh, that a possibility? It's a possibility, but it, to me, it would replicate more. With receptacles, a lot of people need to realize that you keep plugging, unplugging, plugging, unplugging, plugging, and unplugging. Every day we do that. Right. Every time we do that, something can come off of that receptacle. And that's probably okay. what happened in that your house. That could be it, because it's my son's bedroom, so who knows what he's plugging and yeah. unplugging in. And the yeah. new homes, you know, they're the contractors, new construction, they're just going in there quick as they can because they're not making a lot of money on the job. So they're just backstab all the outlets instead of wrapping around the screws. So that's another thing, you know, like Jason talked about, plugging in, plugging out, it gets loose in the back. The heat, cheap little metal they put in there, it's just like a pressure point, and it just holds the wire in there. Eventually it weakens. And or it could break, right? The wire yeah. could break in there. Yeah, too, on right? switches we see that a lot. Yep. We deal with a little electricity with the, in the garage door business, so yeah. it, it, just a little bit, just a little bit about it. Well, I, I remember one time I saw an outlet. I was looking at an outlet, and all of a sudden, just a little bit of wisp of smoke was coming out of it. <laughs> What's that all about? That's a loose connection for yeah. sure. Yeah. You know that as he was talking, I can about start that a fire bit. though, can it? Yeah, <laughs> it could have. Uh, we kind of stay away from that word fire in front of customers because <laughs> the last thing I want to do is scare somebody. Right, right. But, right. Uh, yeah. For the, for the most part, the electrical boxes that the outlet's in, they're two and a half hour fire rated by code. So if it's contained in the box and the box is properly sealed, you sh it should be fine. Eventually it'll mm -hmm. burn out and yeah. it'll go out. But right. if, if you got a big gap between the boxes too far in the wall and you got more than, a, I think, a quarter inch or yeah. something, 
gap in there, there's a potential where it could catch something in between that gap if it wasn't installed properly on fire. Yeah, or catch the drywall or whatever, right? Yeah. Right, or something in the back that's, you know, in there. Hey, what, what you know, I want to ask about, about surge protectors. You know, we get power surges, we get lightning strikes, right? Again, in the garage door business, we deal with a little bit of this. Talk to me a little bit about surge protectors, what you recommend, and then just surges in general that happen in the household and, and, and what we can do to prevent that. Well, the new codes that have come out are requiring surge protection on the house, whole home protection. My first house that I bought in the Smyrna area was a 1950s house, and I kept blowing light bulbs. And this is a little secret here. I put a surge protector in and stopped blowing light bulbs. So it, it helps, you know, the fluctuation, because we get fluctuations in our electrical system multiple times a day from your neighbor next door, from a surge in the power line, a tree a mile down the road. So a lot of that stuff, the surge protection will prevent that. We use an Eaton product, which has a lifetime warranty on it, and Eaton will take care of the whole thing. And we don't have a lot of those problems on there. And it's hooked directly into your electrical panel. So that's covering the whole house, this yes. product? Yeah. Anything Not that, just one outlet? No, it's covered the whole house. It's on a, a two-pole breaker, and it's covering the whole house. The only thing that it really doesn't is like cable and phone lines. So if it's cord and connected, it'll, it'll cover it. And what does something like that cost if we were going to? I mean, not to put you on the spot, but I mean, what are we talking to, to do that to a house? Because it sounds like something that would be a, a smart thing to do. Well, you own it for life. There's no um, any kind of monitoring fees or anything like yeah. that. Uh, usually around six, six fifty is a All good right. price for it. That and, sounds very um, reasonable. But actually. that's that's one of those is you got to make sure you have the room in the panel. Okay. Uh, for that two pole breaker for that thing to go on, but uh, it's been. The surge protecting industry is phenomenal by any stretch of the imagination. Well, you know, when you talk about it being reasonable, it's very reasonable when you consider, Tony, the investment that people have on in audio and flat, big flat screen TVs, home theater, right? right. Computers and printers. You, and Jim, your deductible is $1,000, right? It just takes one time, right? Besides the hassle, That's right. you're going to be out $1,000 just on oh, the deductible. Oh, and, yeah. And it's just a matter of time. I think for most people, you're going to have... A lightning strike or surge, you know, that's yeah. going to do that. Right. And right. the other thing I think is really funny is when people say lightning does not strike twice, but it does. That's a myth. It's attracted it? to the same spots, so it can hit three or four times at the same house. Yeah, with the surge protection, you also want to make sure you have a good grounding system. Yep. That's you know that's the most important part of the house. A good grounding system. Is there such a thing as lightning rods any anymore? Or is that antiquated? I mean, yeah, there there are. I mean, should somebody have a lightning rod on their house or something like a lightning rod? Or uh, is there any protection to shift lightning away from your place? Maybe would, maybe if you live in you know that location, that's where your potential on top of a mountain or something. Yeah, if you're getting hit multiple times like that, and it seems like every year you're, man, I got hit again. Yeah. Then yes, absolutely. But with the with the surge protection, you got a good grounding system. Everything's bonded inside the house. It's going to take care of a lot. I mean, you know, lightning is almost as hot as the sun. So if it comes through your house, surge protection, lightning arrest, not going to stop it. Walk us through like somebody. Uh, they call you up. They're they're tr they've never used you before. So they're calling lightning bug. They call you up. What is your process as far as when the phone starts to ring? How you handle it? So so our listeners can kind of get an idea of how you handle your business. Oh, you want me to? Okay. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> um, basically, they'll call in to our customer services representatives, tell them their problem, and then uh, they'll schedule a, a time at the customer's convenience for us to come out and take a look at it. We don't charge anything to come out. 
and uh, so we'll we'll give a free quick assessment. We'll walk in. They'll tell us what's going on. We'll look at it and then give them a price to fix it. And that's the price they pay. So there's nothing to come out and have to get checked out. You don't charge them any kind of trip fee or service. Not a trip fee, but if there's if we got to you know get our tools and actually take things apart, there's a right. charge for yeah. that. Right. You know, right. troubleshooting or a lot of times it, you know we'll do a troubleshooting with the repair. But, you know, we have to get out there and see what all is affected right. and determine how we need to, you know, price the job. Because, sure, sure. you know, just telling us over the phone, I mean, we got to walk the job and see what we're looking at. Now, when when you have somebody, and, and Dan, you know how you put a lot of work into your intake, you know. Um, do, do you send a text out that somebody's coming between 2 and 4 and they're 30 minutes away and all that stuff? Touch on that so our listeners know. Yeah, well, uh, when they call in, We'll give them a time that we're, you know, a three-hour window for us to come out. And then we'll send them an email, and we'll call them and tell them we're 30 minutes out. So at that point, they, they don't have to wait around for three hours. Right, right. So we're always in touch with the customer, keeping the customer informed so they can go about their day and not be interrupted, you know, have to right. wait three hours for a repairman to show up. Dan, the people that answer the phone are the most important, right? Why don't well, you talk the, about that a little bit. Though everybody needs to be answering the phones, right, with a live person. We need to. There needs to be some good information, and I think I think people are asking for more and more these days, right? Even though oh, it's know. harder and harder to get good employees. Truthfully, yeah. Yeah. Um, people expect more and more. So I think one of the things you can do is use a little technology, CRM software, things like that, to. Um, to just make this stuff easier and 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 contact people i know that we we've got something where a text goes out when they're done with that job mm -hmm. before you know they're getting something when they book the job they're getting something 24 hours before they're getting something when we're on our way out and i think people appreciate that for the most part um it, it everybody has busy lives right now and and listen they've they've had some bad experiences with with companies out there too so you know, people are kind of already ready to get a little angry with you sometimes. You know, there's people that have had those bad, you know, bad experiences with other companies. So um, if you can just communicate with people, I, I that, you know, whether whether you have your tech calling them when they're on their way or how, however you do it, I think communication is really key with people to make, make a happy customer. Yeah. yeah, we try to over communicate. Yep. Real big on over communication. Mm hmm. You know, I love to read the reviews that, you know, just talk, you know, the customers talk about the communication. And like you said, like you said, you know, we'll let them know before, you know, even during and then after, you know, they get a follow up as well. Yeah, I know that I know that's one thing when I do get an unhappy customer, right? Sometimes it's just, hey, you didn't we you didn't let me know when the door was coming in. Well, we told you that it was coming in this date and then we had it scheduled here and then but some people leave and they want another update, you know, and just hey, the door is gonna be in a week, okay? You know, reminding them that. So I, I think um I think the communication part, believe me, I have I have been told that even when again when there's a problem or something happens and things do happen of course right I mean we're not perfect and and our employees aren't perfect and 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 things do happen I think I think that's even a bigger time to communicate with your customers at that point and make sure there's not going to be a second problem yeah one of our biggest things is, is we send a picture of our technicians when they come out so when someone knocks on the door from lightning bug they know what they look like so there's no guessing there's not a stranger they know that this person is coming to their door, whether it's one of my technicians, Tim, Sam, any of those guys that come out, there's a picture of them when they knock on the door. So that customer can see, okay, that's the picture of the guy that come out. It's safety and over communicating. Yeah, we do the, we do the exact same thing. And I, I agree. I mean, people just, 
people just like that. I mean, mm -hmm. they, they can verify that's the person that's coming up to their door. Um, you know, maybe just make them feel a little more comfortable just seeing a picture of somebody. Yeah. How have you guys dealt with the COVID situation? What have you done? Well, what the adjustments thing, have you we, made? You know, in we're your following business? the CDC guidelines. Our guys yeah. wear masks, um, gloves, sanitize everything. We were all in a kind of a panic when it first started because we didn't know. Right, right. And it was one of those is that you know we were struggling to find hand sanitizer and all this mm -hmm. other kind of stuff. But we made sure to implement safety protocols for our customers and for our employees because that's all you need in a small business or even a large business is one person to get this virus and your whole company shut down right i know it's been a it was it was something else uh, when when this first went down the panic that goes through yep. uh oh my god what, what is gonna happen i remember having that meeting with my guys just before and i said you know, who knows? This might be your last paycheck for a while, guys. I, I, I don't know. You need to, you know, we need to take this very seriously, and we've got to, we've got to figure out what we need to do. And fortunately, uh, <laughs> we, we've never been busier once that happened. Once we kind of got through that first two or three weeks, and everybody, um, I don't know, everybody figured out what was going on, and that we could still work. Then it just, it just felt like people were sitting at home and, and going, "Hey, let's get something done." Yeah, take a deep breath. Everything's yeah. gonna be all right. Now, yeah. do you guys depend a lot on reviews, referrals, testimonials? Mm -hmm. What What do you? The reviews, for sure. Um, a lot of our customers will, will visit Google mm -hmm. and some of the other sites and and see our, our great reviews and call us just merely on the reviews. Mm -hmm. And that does help a lot in our process because they're already comfortable with us. We're reading countless five-star reviews over and over and over again. It's really important for me as well to make sure that you know we are building customer cheerleaders that's the biggest thing I, you know, I tell my guys, I tell everybody in the office that just take care of the customer. You know, we want to, you know, above and beyond for them. And, you know, that's how we build our the customer cheerleaders. Well, I remember meeting you many years ago. Many. And uh, you've been in business how many years now? I mean, 18 now. 18 years. And you you built it from pretty much yourself. Yes, one, me in a truck. One brick at a time, right? Yes, sir. So congratulations, that's Thank fantastic. You. It's 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 it. And Dan, Dan, you've been just about you started about the same time, right? 18, 20 years ago, right? Yeah, twenty one <laughs> years ago. But I can absolutely respect that. I did the same thing. I was just dumb enough to think I could do this, and uh, I, I at twenty six years old just went in and did the same thing. I started fixing garage doors, and slowly you add a person here or there. You let let go a certain job duty, and you just kind of get used to doing that, and and. You know, I, I always say it was like going to going to college for four years, but actually coming out with something that you could could use because you trust yourself after four yeah, years. That's what it was. Yeah, exactly. And, and before that, you didn't know what you're doing. You just you were just yeah. doing it. Um, you were you were getting it figured out. But yeah. but yeah, it's like a real education that you can use when you're done. And uh, boy, it's invaluable. And listen, the hard work that goes into this stuff, I don't think people have any idea. Um, people always want to start a business, but they're very few are well are, are willing and to the put volatility the every in. day right you don't know what you're gonna wake up to tomorrow right well you know that jim right <laughs> he, jim walks in my office and he's there's usually a good story or two for him that's, yes, that's for sure is. yeah wow wow well you know it's um we're gonna get ready to get go into our next segment here but for those of you just joining us we have the president of lightning bug electric tony blanca and his general manager um mr 
Jason Radford sharing tips and advice here. But when we come back, I'd, I'd like to explore, Dan, how important it is to have a home inspection. With people moving in, people getting transferred in, people moving out, people downsizing, people upgrading to bigger homes. How do they know when they go into a home if, if the electrical system and the breaker boxes, like you said, everything is safe and efficient? And I guess we need to talk about energy savings, don't we? Well, the energy savings, and I also want to find out how technology has yeah. changed the business in the Absolutely. last uh, few years. You're listening to the All Four Seasons Home Show. We'll be right back. The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save, and save and win. A lifetime of hard work, children laughing in the kitchen, family photos on a restaurant wall, a legacy that lives on. It all comes from the power of a conversation, like the one Tommy Hall had with First Horizon Bank about taking over his father's Charleston-based restaurant business. Now the table is set for a whole new generation. First Horizon Bank, let's find a way. Go to firsthorizon.com Tommy. First Horizon Bank, member FDIC. This is the All Four Seasons Home Show on Extra 106.3. Welcome back to the All Four Seasons Home Show with your sponsor, Dan Watkins. I'm Jim Nearkos. want to thank you for joining us. We're going into our last segment. It's been a great show here with Tony Blanca, president and founder of Lightning Bug Electric, and his general manager, Mr. Jason Radford, sharing tips and advice on how to pick an electrician, what you need to look for, and that type of thing. I'm going to do a little sidestep here. You know, Tony, I, I know your company here going on two decades here in, in Metro Atlanta, and I noticed that you have the you have the yellow jacket, the, the, the uh, lightning, bug. Yeah, lightning bug there. Excuse me, yeah, lightning, the man, bug. Yeah, the lightning did that, bug. Did the fact did uh, you, is there any background of how you picked lightning bug? Well, there's a lot. I think there's a lot of love, uh, and I was a Navy CB. So, I mean, that's kind of, it started with the CBs. Right. And you actually moved here to go to Georgia Tech. But it was, um, yeah, the Navy CBs. You know, if you ever seen the Navy CB sure. uh, logo. Uh, so, from that, and then Georgia Tech. So, yeah. Well, I think the, the mascot's really cute, isn't it, Dan? I mean, lightning bug, you know, it's this yeah, little no, firefly. I, it's great. No, it, it stands out. That's that's for sure. And and I didn't even realize how close you are to our office until just this last break. Yeah. But you are right around the corner from us. I, I, I know the area well. So. And you know, folks, one thing about Lightning Bug, you don't have to worry about somebody pulling up in your driveway in a beat-up old pickup truck with a magnetic sign they just stuck on there five minutes before up the road from your house. They're beautifully wrapped trucks with this cute little Lightning Bug and the logo and You've got the website on there, and so you know the guys. Ha the guys have their are, have their uniforms, and they come in there with uh, very professional. Isn't that right, Jason? Absolutely. That Uniformed. image is very important, right? You never get a second chance to make a first impression. Absolutely. It also has a number on it. it says four four two two flash because we'll be there in a flash. Yeah, absolutely. I like that. We'll be there in a flash, right? That's great. Listen, great. And we'll mind. light up your life, right? That's right. America's brightest electricians as well. <laughs> Don't forget that. Wait a minute now. Are you challenging me, man? We're going back and forth. Yeah, Jim, Jim, you're going to have to be careful. Jim knows a lot of those. You, you heard him at the beginning of this segment. Oh, I, I knew those were coming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, For sure. But anyway, listen, how important is a home inspection? You know, people are moving into homes. 
new homes. A lot of the homes are not brand new construction. Although I would like to get your take on how good the electrical work is on the new construction that they're throwing up right and left. But how important is a home inspection, Tony? Uh, home inspection is very important because you never know, you know, they're trying to fix up the house to get it, you know, make it look nice. You know, a lot of times they put lipstick on a pig, uh, just maybe new outlets, but the wiring is, you know, just garbage behind the walls or yeah. uh, who knows, the panel. They could have so oversprayed inside the panel and that just messes up everything inside. So there's just a lot that a, a good electrician can find in a home that was not done correctly that a standard maybe a home inspector will not will not find. Dan, did you have a home inspection when you got your home? Oh, yeah. you got to have a home inspection. I mean, I, I don't even know if they'll give you a loan, right, without one? Or? I don't think so. Yeah, I don't think they will. I, I remember my first home, I had a really good inspector, and he, man, he uncovered everything, which was great. You know, yeah. I was buying a house, and I, but the second one, didn't find anything, and I, I was finding some things. Yeah. Going, Jason, what? what do you think there's a lot of things that they miss that we end up going out? Usually the paint on the bus is a big one. You know, when they when the house is built, you know, a lot of people don't put cardboard or anything on the inside of the panel, and they spray in those walls. They'll spray that panel, and then they'll just put the circuit breakers in there. Yeah, because there's no breakers on there when they're painting the house. Yeah. So, you know, if they don't cover up properly, they're spraying everything, and they get paint oh. all inside the bus bar, and that's where all the current goes through, and, and, you know, they don't know it, and just over time it just messes it up. Oh, I've seen that. I've seen them spray the garage doors on the inside and the springs and everything else in there. Mm -hmm. Some of these people, I don't know what they're thinking. Well, obviously yeah. they don't care. Nah. Yeah, <laughs> that's for sure. Is a home inspection? Let's say somebody's listening and they're they they, uh, uh, they want to get a home inspection on the, on the typical average home. What do you guys charge to come in and check out the home for you know electrical? Obviously, usually anything under two thousand square feet is two hundred fifty dollars. Okay, um, and that is a very detailed report on from polarities checking the attic wiring, checking everything in the house, making sure the air conditioners are sized properly. And then as the houses get bigger, of course, the price goes up. You know, I don't want to do $250 for a 10,000 square foot house. I'll be there all day. So it's one of those is that it's a very detailed report on what's going on through the panel box to outlets. You know, what about new technology? I love hearing how uh, certain industries have changed because of technology. What, what's changed in the last few years for you all? The biggest thing for us is LED. Um, we can go into a house, and the biggest thing with a customer, we can say, we can save you 10% on your electric bill. Just convert to LED. Because, you know, if you've got kids, kids don't know how to turn off a light switch. So, you know, it's one of those. Those LEDs don't take a lot of electricity. They put out good light. And uh, it's also, you know, friendly for the environment as well. And plus, the bulbs last a lot longer, right? Or you don't yeah. have to be changing them out every yeah. few months. And also, uh, Internet, you know, ring doorbells, ring yeah. cameras, uh, floodlights. We're, we put a lot of those. Yep. So you guys do a lot of the installation on the ring doorbells? Right. Mm -hmm. we, a lot of times we got to replace a transformer on the, uh, the doorbell making sure everything's good let me ask you this do you do the you know very popular now to put the lights in the yards and everything to shine on the house or landscape guys, lights yeah, yeah yes yeah, yeah right. we install landscape lighting okay well that's another thing jim you might not have thought about you know with the electrician right. sometimes right and, heck i didn't even think about it till now i thought about the lighting companies but i even think the electrician makes perfect sense for them to absolutely what about uh, the solar do you guys get involved hooking up the solar at all if somebody went solar in the home or not yet we like do to, you see that's yet. something that's coming or not we do yeah we actually got a class i think next week yep uh, they're coming to our office and they're going to do like a, a training on that 
And listen, how, I don't know how much you know about this stuff now, but talk, just expand on that just a little bit, the solar. what I, I don't even know. What what would you be doing with the solar to... Well, a lot of right now, they, they could be installed and a customer calls out, they may be having issues with how they tied it into the system. You know, a lot of times we're handling the panel and, you know, they're tying to that. They could tie it incorrectly. So we want to make sure that, you know, if we're working on a home like that, we can work on it safely and we understand how the system works. And so it's like if the electricity goes on the, the solar... It's going feed, to feed in. into the system or it's back feeding to the power company and they're, you know, like net metering where it's feeding back to the power company and they're getting a credit on their uh, power bill. Yeah, or like like the solar's working and maybe when it <clears> runs <throat> out of juice, right, then the electric clicks right. on, right? Almost like a hybrid car. Well, you know, Dan, with all our doggone storms here, let's talk about generators. What, 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 do, you, what do you guys think about these people hooking up generators and to their, to their uh, what, to their breaker box or whatever? How does that all work? And do you recommend that? Is that effective, efficient or not? It is. Real quick. Yeah. Uh, it is. It's very efficient. Hooking a transfer switch, manual transfer switch. Mm-hmm. And when the power goes out within 10, 15 seconds, it's Do you sell on. those? I mean, do you yes. have a, yeah. yeah. Yes. Whole home generators, standby generators. If they just want to plug it in quickly, we got all different options from a basic to a, you know the whole home. Yeah, there's you have one thing. of those? No, I need I need one. You know, my my power went out for like four days. Remember yeah. a few well, years I ago? Remember. We you were taking a shower stuff. at the gym. Yeah, I was <laughs> the first shower I took when was pretty shocking, right? When about fifty degrees, your water is fifty degrees coming on. That's uh, not the funnest way to take a shower. Absolutely, absolutely, yeah. Well, you know, we we hope that we can bring you guys back again later in the year. We appreciate your time when you're very busy. Um, I know, Tony, you said that uh, during the break that you have a special offer for uh, any our, our listeners who are listening to the All Four Seasons Home Show, Lightning Bug Electric, give it to us. We're going to do the uh, this whole home search protection? Yeah, we'll do the whole home search. Give us a call. Let us know that you heard us on the show, and uh, I'll give you 200 bucks off of it. That is fantastic. It's and, how do, a good deal. and how do people get in contact with you? On our website, lightningbugelectric.com or lbega.com for lightningbugelectricgeorgia.com or our phone number, 4422-FLASH, because we'll be there in a flash. Very good. I like that. That's e- that's easy to remember. Yeah, yes. that's great. That's great. Yeah. Well, thank you so much again, Tony Blanca, president and founder of Lightning Bug Electric, and Jason Radford is general manager. Dan Watkins, our sponsor. Thank you again from all Four Seasons Garage Entry Doors for bringing a night an- another great company this week. Uh, every Saturday morning, we're here at nine and we're sharing topics and keeping you from getting ripped off. And you can uh, check us out on the app, the Extra 106.3 app. Download it and listen to the station anytime. Be careful out there picking an electrician because you don't know what's behind those walls. Have a great week. The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save. And save and win. Tonight in Arkansas, there's a mother tucking in her daughter and turning off the light. A business owner is burning the midnight oil. An at-home dinner date is plating up possibility. And it's all happening under one roof. How? The power of a conversation, like the one John from Integrity Solutions had with First Horizon Bank about his vision for a sustainable mixed-use building. Now it's not just words, it's life. First Horizon Bank, let's find a way. Go to firsthorizon.com slash John. First Horizon Bank, member FDIC. 
Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com.